Poison Rana. Honey, what up now? What up, though? Welcome back to What Up, Though? I'm your host, Brian uh, B. Detroit Tannehill. And I'm back again with my boy, John Ceno. What's going on, Ceno? What's going on, B? Another What Up, Though? Episode number four. So I'm very happy to, to be here on this uh, beautiful March evening, I guess. Yeah, back again, <laughs> back again. Um, I, I, how's it been going, man? It's been a month since we talked last, you know? Yeah, I feel like so much has has probably happened. Like everything, you know, from the movie world to the to the music world to the to wrestling world. I feel like so much has happened since we last talk. But yeah, we no. could definitely uh, tackle some of these things since. But um, I'm actually going to be kind of in your neck of the woods uh, next month because I I make a trip to California. And my layover is actually going to be in Detroit. So funny enough, uh, I'll, I'll be in Detroit for like an hour and a half, whatever the case is. Yeah, it was a really good deal. And it was like, yeah, you need to stop in Detroit. And on the way back, you need to stop in Atlanta. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, why not? So, Atlanta Airport is um, very, very confusing. Good luck with that. Have I'm you ever great. been like to Atlanta? Uh, um, By passing, like in car, uh-huh. but never actually. I'm trying to think. I probably ate there, I want to say, but I never actually like visited it. No, it's one of those airports you got to catch a train in the middle of. Oh, geez. So, yeah, have fun with that. I, well, at least for Atlanta, I have a two and a half hour wait. So hopefully that gives me enough time to figure out whatever the situation is in Atlanta. You know, it's crazy. The first time I went to Atlanta, um, I was going to go visit a friend, but I didn't know they were recording the um, hip hop awards that weekend. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So when I'm, I'm flying in and I'm like, why is everybody? There's a lot of people here. And I ran into this guy who had like a podcast and he was uh, he was from New York. Um, he had a podcast and it was, I forgot what the podcast was called, but it was a while back, like a while back. But um, I, I get there, there's like Deion Sanders, like 10 feet away from me. And then it's like, um, I forgot who it was. I think it was like MC Search or some shit, like right there. I'm oh. like, what's, what's going on down here? And I ran to the guy. He's like, you didn't know? I'm like, no. He's like, what you dying for? I'm like, just visiting somebody. He's like, it's the hip hop awards. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm expecting something similar because I'm flying into California the day after WrestleMania. So I'm expecting some yeah. wrestlers to be on their way out. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see if I if I bump into any indie wrestlers or whatever the case is. I'm sure there'll be somebody there. Somebody's going to be it's, all those shows going on in L.A. around that time. I got to see somebody, show. right? You would somebody. think about the 300 wrestlers that are going to be there that week. You yeah, would think somebody's going to show up. Joey Janela. Trust me. <laughs> 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 but man, um, I... It's, I guess we just talk about some wrestling first because um, we're coming off the weekend of Revolution. Yep. Um, a highly regarded show from everybody who's seen it. I've piggybacked um, a couple matches so far. I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it um, live because I had to work. But um, the matches I did see were great, of course. I didn't. You know what? So, you know, AEW has been on this tear of like terrible. I wouldn't say terrible, like, but just not up to par um, weekly TV. And mm-hmm. it's not because of the wrestling. It's because of like the stories and them being able to like grasp the audience, like um, storyline wise, weekly. And that definitely not like catching me. So a lot of these matches going into the pay per view is like kind of cold for me with like hype. Um, Jericho versus Starks, cold. Um, the Bucks versus House of Black, cold. I had no no idea they were even like feuding at all. You know, so must have been was what is that like a rampage storyline or something? Was there something I'm missing? 
Um, yeah, I guess there were like some promos on Rampage because the Elite was on Rampage a bunch. So yeah, they they definitely started building it up on there. And then you had some yeah. social media stuff. I want to say. Um, I agree with you though. Like the the build up weekly basis has been pretty bad, but obviously the wrestling's been great. It would have to be with all the talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just like Tony Khan's weakness is he needs somebody to help him write the TV because he doesn't know how to write TV. He just wants to do the matches. He just wants to get to the, the meat of the product, which is the great matches. The pay per view was great. I actually saw it in the movie theater. Believe it or not, have you ever seen wrestling in a movie theater before? No, no. It's one of those experiences I I plan on doing pretty soon, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the only negative is it's a really, really long time, especially for an AW show starting at like 7 p.m. with the pre-show up until like midnight. So that's like the only negative. The they give you the of course the most comfiest chairs ever. So of course I was nodding off during the oh, Iron yeah. Man match. Um, <laughs> but I yeah I enjoyed the show. There wasn't anything really too weak. Maybe like the Warlow Joe match and the women's match possibly, but for the most part I enjoyed the show. I thought it was great. Uh, we'll see how they bounce back with their TV now because now it's like. You got to juggle Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor now. That's going to be WrestleMania weekend. You got this mm-hmm. Ring of Honor product. They said they're not going to combine them all, but it's kind of hard to when you have like Samoa Joe and Claudio and all these people as your champions of Ring of Honor and they're week- on your weekly TV. It's going to be kind of hard to not talk about that on your show, but right. we'll see how they do it. I- honestly, I don't see a reason for them not to talk about Ring of Honor on their TV because I want to see Claudio on Dynamite still. I still want to see Athena on Dynamite still, which I haven't seen her on Dynamite. You probably won't yeah. see her anytime <laughs> soon. But it's like, it, that was one of those people that like, um, when they first went to AEW, like, yeah, we're going to, they're going to do right by her. And it's like, honestly, no, you know, it's just like, this is the slot that she's in or like people like her too. But it's like, I, I do want to see those people on Dynamite still. I don't want to just see um, like, those handful of people on ring honor i would like to see them mix it up and they should they should try to mix it up like smackdown versus raw and stuff like that not saying the same concept but like i feel like ring honor should be their smackdown you know yeah so you're saying you want a draft you want a ring of honor aw draft i feel like it should just be a (laughs) ring of honor six you know what i mean that somebody those six people that'll make that brand stand out and maybe you know maybe i might i don't know possibly pay for honor club i don't know i might not just Still all the matches off YouTube like I always do. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You know, gotta do something for Ring Honor. I mean, it's a brand that I always like, but what's the point if we're not gonna mention those guys on the main show? Yeah, I think people just got kind of like confused with it because it was like too much stuff going on. Cause I think when they introduced the Ring of Honor thing, it was like around the same time as like Forbidden Doors. You had like yep. New Japan stuff, you had Ring of Honor stuff, you had AEW stuff, you had about 27 different titles. So I guess it got a little confusing. <laughs> um, I think honestly they should like make like Ring of Honor like exclusive to Rampage if you really do want to like talk about it. At least okay. give that like some sort of like, you know, give like some Ring of Honor presence on Rampage, maybe, and keep Dynamite separate. But yeah, the problem is the aw guys are holding the title so you're gonna have to eventually phase them out and put them exclusively on ring of honor and then maybe people will pay 9.99 a month for honor club to watch like claudio or watch like you know like athena whoever the case is yeah so and th- with that i'm not like um 100 on the deal here now with honor club are you going to receive their uh pay-per-views or no see that's specials? the thing there's yeah that's that's totally separate so the only thing you're really getting as far as new content is their weekly show which i did see the first episode it pretty much felt like dark to me. Like there was maybe like three really good matches, but for the most part, it's a too long of a show. It's like, I don't need two plus hours of more wrestling. Yeah. Some people love that, but it's like, I'm already watching so much. It's like, just give me like a coherent one hour show with some storylines or whatever. But yeah, you're not getting that. You're getting the pay-per-view. I want to say like on a delay, maybe like 90 days. Don't quote me on that one, but yeah, they could at least do like, special pay-per-views i know when ring of honor before like they got bought out they were they used to do like exclusive pay-per-views just for honor club impact does it with their impact plus service so at least give them something else besides the weekly shows but that could be something that they maybe have down the pipeline 
Yeah, I would. I, I mean, if I'm paying nine ninety nine, you you can't look at then you look at the competition. You're paying if you're paying for Peacock, you're getting the, the premium live event on top of um you know weekly updates on these shows. You don't get you get raw and a little bit of delay right when you got Peacock, but you still get the show. Yeah, you still but get it. You're getting that premium live event live. You yeah. get it right on the money, and I don't even pay for Peacock because I have Xfinity. So it's like you kind you got to give me my bang for my buck. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't see like, I mean, I don't know if it's like it's got to be a thing where Tony Khan needs to get, maybe he's trying to get a profit of it because why wouldn't he just throw on the Ring of Honor pay per views on this service? Because, like, yeah, people are still gonna pay 40 bucks for it, but it's like, why not just throw it on this ten dollar service? Because you're gonna get like what four pay per views anyway, it's still yeah. gonna be like you know, ten dollars like for three months, you know, and it's still gonna equal up to about the same amount anyway. So, why not just throw it onto the service? Exactly, let the people who want to watch the show watch the show, you know, exactly. Why not? I, I don't know, maybe that's just us, you know, maybe we're too rational for thinking, <laughs> but actually, uh, like I said, I enjoyed the uh, the, the trios match. I, I'm happy to see the House of Black with some kind of you know, belts on, some kind of activity they could be doing weekly because uh, Malachi is too good to not be on my TV every day. Uh, Buddy Murphy is too good not to be on my TV every week. I'm, even uh, Brody King, like, yeah. what are we doing here? You know, this guy, you're short on big guys. And, you know, you got Brody King, this giant murderer, <laughs> you know, tatted yeah. to the gills. Put him on TV more. Uh, and I, I hear about the potentially lose a big guy in uh brian cage is that the- yeah brian cage i think i just saw earlier from fightful reported that like he's like trying to get out but like because of his injury w aw does a lot of the same things that wwe gets criticized with and one of them is like extended injuries they did it with kenny omega they did it with brian cage where they extend the contract based on their injuries so yeah he's like trying to get out supposedly but his contract got extended because of this but um, um really quick on kenny omega now that he's like not part of the trios titles i need to see kenny omega like solo kenny omega like the main yeah. event the guy that's like that we all like loved in new japan Absolutely. like we haven't seen that in a long time like yeah i like the young bucks but separate him for a little bit let kenny do his own thing he's got the u.s title the new japan title so i haven't set have like bangers of matches on dynamite every week i i want to see the bucks get solo runs yeah that'd be cool you know like yeah why not we've been seeing the bucks and what, what more can the bucks do as a tag team you're right i love the bucks but why not have nick you know, go solo. Have Matt go solo one time or like just for a tournament or two, you know? Well, just to- it's funny you say that because the first thing that popped in my head when you said like have him go solo is I. it's got to be like about a year since they did the Owen Hart tournament, you would think, right? So yeah. why not put them in that and have them on two different sides and have them be the finals? That'd be pretty cool. Matt Jackson versus Nick Jackson. We've seen it before, but not in AEW. So that would be a pretty cool thing. That would be dope. Yeah. You, you think is it time for another like Owen tradition? I mean, you know? I want to say because it's been it's, it's been I feel like it's been a year since like uh, Adicole won the Owen Hart tournament. Let me look uh, it up really. Wrestling, wrestling moves too fast for us to even gauge how long that's been. <laughs> like wrestling's moving way too fast. I mean, Mania's okay, so it, it was July of last year, I guess. Yeah, everything moves too quick. So yeah, I guess you can build it up until like the summertime, like start the tournament around like May or June, and then do the finals in July. So yeah, I guess yeah. that would time out pretty well. Yeah, give them like proper trophies. They don't have to carry yeah. that hideous belt. Oh jeez, yeah. Look. <laughs> We, we've talked about hideous belts over the last couple. It's up there with the New Japan uh, television belt. It, mm, it, the Owen TV belts title. are, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the TV yeah, it looks like the TV trade. Jesus Christ. I never even thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. But yeah, don't bring those Owen belts back. Just just don't do it. Just Yeah. yeah. But uh, what what was your like favorite match of the uh, pay-per-view, Cena? 
Ooh, I like the trios match. I I, I like the Iron Man match, but I okay. really like the the Texas Death match. Something really? about that. I I I'm like I feel like I'm in a minority here, but I really like that music that he came out to. The Outlaws music that Hangman had. It really gave me like yeah. Red Dead Redemption, uh, Django Unchained, like type yeah. of vibe, like that yep. type of vibe. I don't think he's gonna keep it. I heard it's like a one time thing, but that match was great, and and the right man won, and hopefully uh, Hangman can move on to like a more substantial feud that's not John Moxley. But what direction does Hangman go though? You know, because it's like I don't I don't think it's time for like the um title match. I can see that. I can, you think so? I can, yeah, I can see that. It's going to be in what May. You got about two months or so. I can see Hangman and um uh, and and MJF have a match. Yeah. Okay. And it, ultimately, Hangman loses that then because that's the problem. He's going to lose. Yeah, that. he's going to yeah. lose that. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of don't want to see him. You know, I, no, he shouldn't do a Ring of Honor stand. Even though he's a Ring of Honor guy, you know, I wouldn't. Yep. I wouldn't mind that either to bring more eyes. Uh, Claudio versus Hangman would be great. You know. Mm. So mm. that's true. Yeah, I did like um, the uh, Iron Man match, but my favorite um, moment of the entire pay-per-view was Christian Cage going down in that casket. Jeez, you mean when he when he was on the uh, the Tower of Terror? Which yeah, did, with that yeah. drop? I, I mean, Jungle Boy said he's going to send him to hell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he I, I think he's sending him to Stanford, Connecticut, honestly. I feel I like it, it, it's yeah, I think he's done like it's his edges last year, supposedly. And Cage has been there two years. Like what else is there to do the cage? Like Cage already yeah. main evented when he got there with Kenny, right? So he did yeah. the whole like world title thing, whatever. Um, I can see him, yeah, definitely going back to to WWE, maybe like a Hall of Fame run. Yeah, yeah, him and, him and Edge can get inducted. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time that he goes, he goes back. He deserves if anybody deserves that Hall of Fame not, it's it's Christian. Come on. Yeah. That's you know, been like a running joke, like so time. So he can go twice. I mean, he can go ENC and go solo, you know. So he's one of those guys that can get two rings. Oh, yeah, like I think it. so. Yeah. And the running joke is like Vince never liked him. So like people think that Vince never wanted him in the Hall of Fame. So what better way for Triple H to be like his first class? I'm gonna put in Christian. You know what I mean? Like oh, I think Vince loved Christian, honestly. Christian so. got a lot in WWE. He yeah. got a lot. Like he got what two successful solo runs, like semi-successful. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, he never got the WWE title, but he did get the world title and the ECW title. So yeah, yeah I guess he exactly. called it successful. He, he had two TV shows. No, mm. it was just the, no, he had one TV show. If you get a TV show in WWE, Vince likes you. He likes to hear you talk. He thinks you're funny. Look at the Miz. He's it. Yeah, it's been Miz TV for about 15 years now. Yeah, you're right. Right? It is. Hold on, wait. Is Miz it's been the a long longest? Time. It's been a, it's been is Miz the time, longest yeah. like wrestler TV show? Um, that's still going on. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. Because nobody else is. I mean, it's not a pirate's pit. You know, <laughs> it's not the yeah, barbershop yeah. going on. No, you're right. There really isn't anybody. I mean, you have the Kevin Owens show, but that started later, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm sure Christian, if he comes back, he'll have a peep show. So yeah, he's up there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Miss TV, longest um running wrestling TV show. <laughs> give him, the, give him the belt, man. Give him the belt. There you go. Speaking of TV shows, the um, one of the greatest TV shows I've seen in the, in the last couple years the last of us has been taking over my tv um so you know how many times are you watching episodes now because i'm watching them like two or three times now yeah at least twice at least twice like i'll watch it once and then i'll I'll watch it again like i actually watched the new episode today right before this um okay it's it's crazy man it's 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 i mean i know what's gonna happen and and you know everything but like just like you know what i I love i love talking to people that never played the game that are Mm -hmm. watching the show for the first time a couple of my coworkers are like where is this gonna go and i'm like can't really talk about it but um 
yeah this last episode i mean if you guys haven't seen it turn us off whatever for now but yeah <laughs> it was it was the whole like uh cannibal can, the cannibals are here all right. Uh, as soon as as soon as they're passing around that food, I'm like, mm-mm. Yep, 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 yep. They kind of like hit you over the head. Like it's kind of like if you didn't know, like I think you could pr- pretty much figure it out, like what's going on here. Yeah, you can look at that meat and tell. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't just eat, they weren't looking for no deer. So they look Especially when, when the little girl's like, I want to bury my dad. And he's like, uh yeah, about that body. Uh let's wait till the snow is over. Yeah, like sounds yeah. too cold. Uh yeah, yeah. Snow's covered us. But um, like Okay, so with my experience with the video game, I've only played about a little bit of the first one. I've okay. I've watched a uh, play along. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, a let's play on YouTube with the second okay. one, so I know that entire story. So this um, season of Last of Us is kind of brand new to me. Mm, you know, so okay. everything is you know. But after watching this last episode, well, the last two episodes, um, man, the acting in the show is just amazing, man. Like I can't get over the fact that like we watching this little girl become badass like she was already a tough 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 kid like the first couple yeah but no episode yeah so the one that just aired was episode eight i think the next episode is actually the last episode of the season episode nine but episode seven was the one that was based on the dlc um left behind which had the girl that we just talked about in the last Mm -hmm. episode uh missing uh i forgot the young lady's name but she did great and i think that episode was like spot on just like the dlc with them going through the arcade and put on the mask and dan it was like spot on with the photo fo- with the photo booth and everything i thought it mm-hmm. was so 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 well done there hasn't been anything that really disappointed me about this show one criticism i heard from one of my friends is like oh there's not enough clickers like it's not like the game i'm like if you want clickers play the video game this is more about the emotional depth of the story it's not about like them fighting a horde of zombies if you want that yeah. play the game like you don't need to have a, a, a swarm of of uh clickers in the mall just have one for the emotional aspect of the story of them getting bit or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, we got one episode left of this coming Sunday, the finale. So yeah, looking forward to that. You know what? If, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want this TV show to be like, um, cause it'd be too walking daddy. You know, we don't need, we don't need any of that funk messing up this show at all. We don't need none of that stink. Cause if, the, if, if she was just fighting off zombies, yeah, you could just play the game for that. But um, I, while watching that episode, when they were in the arcade, it made me think about something like she was born after the apocalypse. So hearing her like experience Mortal Kombat, you know, or like um, he want to hear stories about Joel on the airplane and stuff like that. It's like I didn't think about stuff like that. Like, the kids that were born after like will never, ever experience the things that, you know, like imagine that like yeah. never ever experience it. it's not like they only come back soon like no you have to find that mall with mortal Kombat still working in it you know what hey, I mean? so Im- imagine everything you find is like brand new to you like every cd you find is the first time you listen to the music every movie you stay they see is the first one that'd be a exactly. pretty crazy way to live your life but yeah it's, it's crazy to think like all these like relics that we mm-hmm. like grew up on is like things that they cherish, like a, like a Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that 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 whole scene was just wonderful. Wonderful. The whole oh. the whole series has been great. I can't say anything bad about it. And the last episode actually had the voice of Joel Troy Baker was the the guy James. I think the character that was with David was part of the Cannibal Crew. Okay, yeah, um, that's actually him. So they've been using a lot of like the the people from the original show, which I appreciate. That's actually really dope. Yeah, like that's a really dope aspect because you 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 got to experience it like with voice. Now you get to see it playing out. That'd probably be surreal for me, man. Especially if you like know those lines still. You're like watching, like, huh, you know. So, oh yeah, I've been watching nothing but comparisons. Like the scene, like where like Joel's like up in the the bedroom with with um Ellie. It's like line for line, like from the yeah. game. Like even the way that they're moving the characters. I'm just like, this is 
crazy like in depth. I mean, I would have to like make a list, but this might be like at least top three best adaptations of a video game to any form, like movie or show. It has to be up there. I can't think of anything even close to this. I was gonna say, like, what 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 can be possibly close? Like nothing is this close. I've never seen anything that you can side by side with a video game. Yeah, no, this has to be it. I think we're gonna get more of that pretty soon though. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if we get a horizon video game, I mean a movie or a TV show. Especially after this, it's like everything from now on is like, okay, especially let's just say Last of Us wins a whole bunch of like Emmys or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, they're obviously doing something right. We need to like follow this formula with whatever, whatever uh, video game we adapt now. Right. Yeah. I I think people will follow suit. I'm pretty sure they're going to get like run an award show completely (laughs) like, like Drake at the Grammys or something like they're going (laughs) to go crazy, man. But um, speaking of uh, keeping on TV shows here, we've been watching the uh, Wu-Tang uh saga tv show um uh, new episode aired today yeah um, entitled criminology um yeah. it kind of if you if you're not um aware of the wu-tang like discography only built for cuban links is one of like the highest regard rap albums ever all right it's kind of the breakout of raekwon and ghostface killer this yep at one episode Gives you the entire story of the making of this album in a form of a short film. It's probably one of the most creative ways I've ever heard a story told or seen a story told. Yeah, and that's like what I love about this show. They've done it in the past seasons as well, where it's yep. like not just your traditional story, where it's like, yeah, you can go like you, you can you know you can tell the story that everybody knows, but then they start mm-hmm. doing like these like offshoot episodes. Like you had one earlier this season with ODB, where it's like this wacky like black exploitation comedy slash whatever. Exactly. Um, last season mm-hmm. you had like one with like kung fu stuff, and you had some with like the John Woo killer kind of sprinkled in there. But this season they're doing like full fledged episodes. Um, they've done one for ODB, they did one for Ray and Ghost, and I think they got one coming up for Liquid Swords with Jizza as well, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to. But yeah, I'm loving this how it's just like totally like like out of whatever like storyline they're doing with the with with the story itself and then doing mm-hmm. like its own like little offshoot like mini movie and like yeah this one was just great like yeah they, they pretty much like summed up like it was like a metaphor of like it's, it's hard to describe but basically the way i saw it was like they're talking about like selling drugs and doing mafia stuff whatever but they were still like using like hip-hop like whenever they said silver tops i kept thinking of shiny suits i don't know if it was just me yeah, yeah. but that's pretty much what they were saying it was like puffing it was puffing you know and then while I'm watching, sorry to cut you off here, but yeah. while I'm watching, I'm remembering stories that I'm hearing that uh, these guys were telling. I'm like, oh, that's what happened when, mm-hmm. you know, like, because, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Riz's character in the uh, this episode was in the yeah. hospital. He put it, they, he got a hit put out on him. Yep. Now, what I was thinking was, because Riz did make a beef with Biggie, right? He did. Yeah. Now, was they making that, okay, he put a hit out on him. That's why these guys were kind of mad at him rizzo whatever and like I, I think that was the story or something like that like you made a hit with him before we made our album and stuff like that so is that like some truth to it and how they told it in the uh episode yeah no i i agree with that yeah absolutely right like okay. i don't think they were too happy with him they weren't even too happy with method man when he went ahead and, and like did a song with biggie during that right, time but right. yeah there were there were boys with nas obviously they even like reference it on here about like biggie biting from nas they just like they did on the album there was so many like little like easter eggs like and there's like the one scene where they're on the roof and, oh my and God. I, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it but there's a, a form of death that raekwon uses and it's literally from the torture skit from the first end of the wu-tang album like line for line is exactly how he described it oh my God. and then like there's a line where he's like is he dead 
the fuck you mean is he dead? Like, that's just from the skit. Like, they use, like, lines, like, like flower pot head, like, all these, like, little, like, things that only, like, real Wu head would actually understand. Like, my boy Mouse, who we had on the last time, like, we'll, we'll, like, text each other whenever we hate these things, because we used to, like, use these lines as like little like easter eggs with each other like joking talking in high school nobody knew what the hell we're talking about right. so now to hear it actually used like on a tv show is is great and it's cool to see like actual fans or the people that are writing um shout out to one of the executive producers who wrote this episode his name is gabe fonseca uh give him a follow on twitter every episode he puts up like his little like guides and he mm-hmm. shows you like all the easter eggs and little references throughout the episode which i think are great but yeah this episode had nas on it you had big l you had fat joe you had biggie yep. obviously um i thought it was so so well done and i can't wait for the the liquid swords episodes i'm sure that's gonna be straight up samurai oh, you know man. you know shogun yeah. assassin for that one you know, it, it, what was so dope about this was like, even the biggie Easter eggs, like um, the restaurant he was at called Blanco's, you know, like mm-hmm. Biggie always referenced himself as Blanco when he was talking like mafia talking in his, his music. So it was like, it was just so dope. Yo, just <laughs> like like when they cut to Nas's club and the, the backup singers are singing the song that was sampled yes. on the song that Nas was on on the Raekwon album, little things like that, like. And to kind of rewind back to like the last couple episodes, you had like the tour bus episode, which was amazing. Just like the whole episode was done on the tour bus and just seeing like, you know, Raekwon dealing with a ninth member with Matt Tequila coming in. And yeah. then like the next episode, you had like this three, it was based on three of the, the least known members, Inspector Deck, you got and Matt Tequila all pretty much got their own shine on this one episode, all have their own story. And Matt mm-hmm. Tequila was like the most breakout of all of them. Like if you didn't, I already knew this from watching the documentary, but if you didn't know, like he's related to like Marvin Gaye. Like he he yeah. he has like you know music ties in his family, and he's like the most like mysterious member out of the whole clan. And he's like, you know, got all these ties, and like it's just so cool how they're giving everybody the shine. The only person they really haven't shined on this season is is Method Man, and I feel like that's mostly because of Davy's commitments. He wasn't even on this Gambino episode, um, but I feel like he's the only episode, only member that really hasn't gotten too much shine, which I'm okay with because I feel like Method Man's album wasn't really all that, so they kind of like skimmed over that and they went mm-hmm. right to like ODB's album. Um, but yeah, this I, I haven't seen anything wrong about this show, and I threw out the idea online as well. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I mentioned it here. If this show ends with like Wu-Tang Forever, like 97, 98, you can literally have a spinoff about ODB and do three more seasons of him, him going to jail, him coming out, signing with Rockefeller, and unfortunately his uh, you know, his demise, his death. You can do that. Cause I know Hulu only likes to do like three seasons for the shows. You can literally yeah. extend it and have the ODB spinoff and then bring in all the whole clan as cameos, whatever the case is. I put it on Twitter and like the official Hulu like retweeted and everything. So I'm just like, hmm, maybe there's something to this that they just haven't really revealed yet. Cause for them to be like in 96 right now, and there's yep. three, four episodes left, you can't just skip ahead to 2004 when ODB passed away. You gotta end at like 99 the latest i would think you think yeah they can 99 um when when was the um odb what what, what was that the mtv awards when he got on the stage so that was 97 98 because that's that okay. was for wu-tang forever had lost to diddy's no way out that was the whole thing they have to okay. show that that has to be like um that's what i'm episode. saying like yeah we, we have to show get that. To that somehow or like get to some like crash course odb just wilding out you know or as much as they want to show because yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a lot they can't show and a lot yeah. they can't talk about. <laughs> but you still have that. You have the whole like Summer Jam controversy that we spoke about in the last episode with, mm-hmm. with, with Ghostface saying F-Hot 97 and all that. So there's still a lot you can tell, but I feel like 97 would be like a good like ending point. Because after that is when like the album started to like not, nah, you know, kind of lose their luster a little bit. So there really isn't much story to tell from a Wu-Tang perspective, but you could definitely like extend it to ODB if you really wanted to for the next couple seasons. Right. For the next, you know, the next spinoff show. 
How do you feel about the um, people where they got to portray Biggie's character, Big L's character, and like Fat Joe's character? So I didn't realize this because I never saw it. But do you remember when USA Network had like that Biggie Tupac unscripted show, whatever the case yeah. is? It's yep. the same person that played Biggie. I didn't realize. Is that. it? I've never watched yeah. that either because it looked it so, looked a little bit more like it was more too much about the uh, detectives. Yeah, so, my my only real complaint when I saw Biggie was Biggie never had a beard. Biggie never had never a beard. had a beard. Never, not even for never like a, a like a phase, nothing. So I was like, okay, yeah. he looks like him, he sounds like him, but he shouldn't have had a beard. The Big L was actually spot on. I actually like Big L. Um, <laughs> Fat Joe was pretty spot on as well. Nas, not so much. We didn't get to see no. too much of him, but I'm just like, it doesn't look like Nas at all. No, um, but I liked Nas. like the whole setup of, of him being in it. Um, but yeah, there's been a bunch of cameos. He had Buster Rhymes on, on this season. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple like little like you know Capadonna's back in the fold. Which that's the one thing I was like, if they're gonna do Cubans, you gotta bring in Capadonna, and he was like a major part of this episode so i like to see how they, they brought him into this um but yeah i was actually like surprised i didn't expect like to see like biggie represented like nas like yeah because he was on the album i didn't expect to see like fat joe and big l but it was kind of cool they were kind of like, jumping from burrow to burrow and they're mm-hmm. like you gotta talk to frank you gotta talk to frank and i'm like frank white like it's gotta be frank yeah. like it's not <laughs> when fire was, frank right <laughs> yeah when it was doing that i was like yeah i was kind of hoping it was fire frank but when it was, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we'll photoshop it but when they were doing that i already knew i'm like Oh, Biggie's covered up soon. You know what I mean? I kind of got because he it made him seem like this mob boss. He was he was kingpin. You know what I mean? Like he had the white suit and everything. So yeah, I, I got a little cool. I got a little worried because I know like this is supposed to be like a movie within the show, but like when they're talking about like killing off their enemies, I'm like, yo, are they gonna like admit to having something to do with like the Biggie murder? Because this is kind of like I don't know what they're going at with this. It's kind of crazy, but luckily that wasn't a thing. It, it was pretty much it was all like a red herring and like the actual bad guys was the cops, which is mm-hmm. like pretty real if you think about it everybody's like you know east coast west coast biggie tupac when it was really the police that was involved in all this so it kind of was it was pretty spot on got it yeah yeah who's um because is rizzo he's not directing any of these episodes right is he so the only one that i know for sure because he's been hyping it up is the jizza liquid stores episode which is episode eight so that's gonna be like about two weeks so that's the one i'm like looking forward to but he's been like writing um pretty much all these episodes but yeah this he hasn't directed any until until like episode eight i'm pretty i'm i hope that one is more like you know, Japanese um, samurai. I think it has thing. to be. Yeah, Liquid Swords oh, itself was was based on a Lone Wolf and Cub, Shogun Assassin. So I think you're going to get a lot of samurai influences, mm-hmm. a lot of Kill Bill Easter eggs, possibly. You might see some cameos, whatever. Um, I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm uh, watching this show. I always get a better appreciation for the RZA too, because just to think about how well, like to the first season when they showed him like getting his equipment, this guy was making some of the best hip-hop beats of all time on some of the worst equipment mm-hmm. that you can possibly think about. Like, he's 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 made a whole different style of producing with nothing. And it's amazing to me that he could take the Scarface sample and the Soul sample and this drum beat sample and just flip it and then just make, oh, I just made um Only Bill for Cooper Leaks. Like, yeah, <laughs> this guy, it was amazing. I can't even fathom trying to make it be i'm not good at i'm not a good producer now but i couldn't even think about no not making beats without a computer no i was computer, having this conversation nothing. um actually with waiting i was like talking about because they brought up on two, two episodes ago about the song snakes mm-hmm. and i had mentioned to way how like that was the first song i'm pretty sure the first song in hip-hop to use like that chipmunk sample Hmm. And I think Rizzo, like that, he pretty much was one of the first people to use it. And then, you know, Kanye did it, Dipset yeah. did it, and all that. So it's like, you know, one of the things that was was pretty much stolen. And then once once everybody kind of biting Rizzo's style, he had to evolve and they started doing the Bobby Digital stuff and they started bringing the orchestra into it. So he was able to like evolve with the times, which I think is, is something outstanding. And much, a lot of hip hop 
artists can't do. You don't really see like, you know, your Jay Dillas or your P rocks that really evolved past like that hip hop sound. Yeah. Uh, not many people did it besides RZA. Yeah. It's, if you listen to RZA beats, you, you'll know what we're talking about off rip because it's a busy, busy beat, but he makes it sound all coherent. Everything sounds great. You know, it's a lot going on. If you listen to just the 36 chambers, every beat has a lot going on. And to think that man did that without a computer. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he 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 didn't even like figure out the whole digital stuff yet. That's we're still like years away from that. Behind and I like how like they're showing like Inspector Deck stepping up and making beats because that's what it really was. Like once mm-hmm. Wu Tang Forever came along, RZA had his own team of producers, which he didn't have before. So it kind of took a lot of the workload off of him. So it's cool that they're actually introducing that in the show itself. Right. And uh, I guess we can move to a, a fan of Wu Tang, uh, Chris Rock's. Uh, oh yeah, Netflix special. That um, what, was it a live release? So it was, yeah. I had no idea. I kept seeing like advertising for it. I didn't realize because Netflix, as far as I know, never did anything live. So yeah, it was a live thing. They had a pre-show and a post-show and everything. I didn't catch any of that, but yeah. after the fact, I went back and watched it. And uh, you could definitely tell it's live. There's definitely like spots like you probably would have edited it out. Like he kind of like messed up a couple spots here or there. So you could mm-hmm. definitely tell it was a live, a live thing. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm always a fan of, of Chris Rock. There's a couple like comedians I always stop what I'm doing and watch their stand-up. That's Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, oh, Kevin yeah. Hart somewhat um but yeah i i definitely wanted to watch this because i knew there was some like talk of the whole will smith thing which he's been avoiding ever since uh and then he literally made us wait to like the last minute before he yep. he brought it up but but he did um but yeah i enjoyed it i think it was uh in baltimore because he, he had brought up uh, cherry hill so yeah it was like, out yep. of baltimore he did the the, the the live show but uh i enjoyed it yeah i thought it was pretty fun a lot of uh interesting topics that he uh brought up you know what i like about chris rock though he's one of those comedians who's gonna make you think a little bit you got to work for it. He's not going to give you the joke, you know, I mean, on a platter. You, you got to work for it to get the laugh. But he's not he's an acquired taste. Like um, amongst a lot of people I know, like a lot of people are like, oh, he's not funny. Like, I don't know. I don't, a lot of people say he is. But I, did you enjoy the Will Smith like segment of the <laughs> special? Yes. I mean, he, he kind of like he got like in his feelings a little bit. He was like pretty much like blaming Jada Pinkett for the whole thing. And I didn't know about the whole thing about Jada Pinkett, like telling him to step down as the, the, um, the host or whatever. Like that's obviously true, but like, that's the part where he fumbled up on with the, he was trying to do the whole concussion joke and he said emancipation instead, but he, Mm -hmm. he he got back on track, but uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. He, he, he felt more like, like, like disappointed he was like you know i'm a fan of will smith i was supporting him when he was opening up for run dmc and all that like he he made it like a point that he was like extremely like upset about the whole situation and it looks like it's not like gonna have any sort of like resolution the way that he was like wording it um but who knows maybe like will smith and jada will see this and be like okay you know what let's have a sit down whatever because like there's so much money left on the table man you gotta like if you have a will smith chris rock buddy comedy movie like anything you know some sort of special <laughs> it's gonna make a lot of money um yeah. but yes yeah, so, so i'm trying to think of some of the jokes on here that stood out i i i enjoyed the whole thing with him and his daughter talking about his daughter uh great. getting kicked out of school and this yeah. and that and he kept going to the whole you know she was biting people joke then you had to look at uh, beyonce jay-z it's like yeah beyonce worked at burger king you know jay-z could still get it but if jay-z was working at burger king <laughs> it would be a different story <laughs> like you know a, a lot of like real truths to it like he didn't really go too controversial he had like some like abortion stuff in there and he, mm-hmm. you know he, he kept mentioning him you know spending money on women was pretty much like a thing um him living the single life now he you know a lot of topics that i that I didn't like, I don't really keep up with like his personal life. So I didn't know mm-hmm. about like his divorce and him being single no and this either, and that. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I like, like, like watching comedians in different phases of their lives. There's one comedian um that my brother put me on, an Italian comedian called Sebastian Maniscullo. And I watched yeah, I like two Sebastian. of 
I watched yeah. two of his specials on Netflix, and one was like when he was like really young and single, and he was like just talking about whatever. And then the second one was like ten years later when he's married with kids, and it was like a totally different type of comedy. I love I like when like comedians can evolve with like their age and actually like go into different territories of their life. So this is what Chris Rock did. It's like you know Chris Rock talking about being a divorcee and and trying to date again and this and that. Um, yeah, I I, I highly enjoyed it. I yeah. I definitely recommend it for anybody. And I hopefully they do more of these live specials. If I next time I'm gonna try to tune in live because I'm wondering like what their viewership is because obviously a lot of people like cancel netflix um you know with the price hike and all that you know the other day i got charged like 22.99 for netflix i'm like why netflix, I, yeah. like what am i paying yeah. for but dude, um, you you won't know how many people seen it they won't even let you know how many people like anything on it remember they used to give it used to see how many thumbs up mm-hmm. these things get before you oh it has two thumbs i'm not gonna watch it now they're like no this is just we we suggest you should watch this like no netflix Give me the tears. I'm paying for the money. I'm paying money. Let me see how many people like this movie. You know, yeah, like, like they're, they're they're charging you more money, but they're taking away features. It's like, mm, yeah, yeah, that doesn't really gel for me. You know, I was thinking about Chris Rock when he said that. Like, uh, I loved. And I thought about it for a minute. Like, dude, I think Will Smith is one of my favorite people ever. <laughs> like, because it, I mean, he's been around my entire life. I think The Fresh Prince is my favorite TV show. And I sat there and I thought about it for a while. Like, okay, what do I like more than that? I was like, pretty much nothing. I can watch Fresh Prince from season one, episode one to the last season. And I can't yeah. do that with a lot of TV shows. A lot. Now of you're right. And, you're and to right hear, even when I heard Will talk about, because um, I, I got his book, I got the audio book, actually. And to hear him talk about episodes um, that he said they thought they jumped a shark. I'm like, what? I love that episode. What are you talking about, Will? Like, I think he's just the best. And then I couldn't imagine me being such a fan of that, man. And then, like, just telling a joke. And I couldn't imagine how Chris Rock feels. So I'm pretty sure he was extremely heated. Because, I mean, he showed it in the comedy special. I mean, he'd been doing that act around the country for a while now. Yeah. But it, you can, when he was still delivering those lines, knowing that he was live, he was like, let me let me let them know how much I've mm-hmm. really heard about this. You know, yeah, I mean, we yeah, Will Will Smith's made some bad movies, and made some corny music, but he's never done anything like too negative except for this. Yeah, it was the was first time where good. people are actually yeah. looking at him like in a negative light. Have you have you watched the Bel Air Peacock Reimagination show, oh, whatever the case is? I started to watch the first season. I got maybe like five episodes in, and I gave up. I know it came back for a second season. And my boys like, oh, you need to watch it. It's really good. And I'm like. I know it's good, but just knowing what it's based on, it just it comes off as a parody to me. So I really can't I can't get into it. Like maybe down the line I might eventually. Um, but I don't know. Something about it just like it wasn't really for me, I feel well, like. Well, it's based off uh, like a uh, fan made like YouTube mm-hmm. clip. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And so and then I think LeBron James's production company picked it up and like work with Will Smith and they picked it up. It's uh it's a show. All right. Uh, okay. Like I said, <laughs> Fresh Prince is one of my favorite shows. For them to like try to make it like this, um, this like serious drama, you know, serious <laughs> drama, and Jeffrey's into stuff, and it's like, dude, if Jeffrey's not like cracking jokes on Phil, I don't even want to watch it, you know. <laughs> like, I, I, I think that's when I, I think that's when I, when I stopped watching it, when like when when it started saying Jeffrey was like somehow like mob tied up, like I'm like, wait what? a minute, what's going on here? He's it's like, like uh... why would he be? Why would he be like uh, Clark Kent himself? As a butler, you know, of yeah. these like this cartel guy stuff, you know, it's just the, the story is too like mixed up for me. Now they got like this season. I've seen some previews and like Will's playing basketball. Like, how can he focus on basketball when his butler <laughs> is a murderer? So like, I don't, I, I don't know. I've, I I can't do that show. I can't. I can't do it. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, and then it's under LeBron James Production Company. Every movie LeBron James has made recently 
has made me want to stop watching movies. Um, so, wa- so you didn't watch the uh, the house party? I movie? did, and that's <laughs> why I don't want to watch movies. Anymore. It was bad. I, I didn't. Mean, I wasn't going to give it a chance. I'm it, like, I can't watch this. I, it I was house party. Is house party? All right, yeah. cold classic. If you haven't seen House Party, you listen to this podcast. Watch House Party, but understand that it was made a long time ago. Oh yeah, Robin Harris is great in that movie. I don't think they wrote one joke for the new house party. Mm. It's a comedy. I don't think they sat down and wrote one joke for this movie. I didn't laugh and chuckle. I think I, I don't I don't know what they were thinking. It's it's almost like, look, let's get all these Instagram people in this one room, cut a camera on and give them a piece of paper to read. And that's what I got from it. And, and it's like sprinkle a bunch of celebrities in there. Lil Wayne's in it. Kid Cudi's in it. Um, a bunch of people. Cole from Martin's in it. It's just a bunch of random people. Cole from Martin. So they, could, they couldn't get Martin to come back as the DJ, so yeah, they, they got, got Cole. Cole instead. They got Cole. And he's just standing outside the party. It, it's an impossible premise. You know, like this would never, ever happen. The whole point of House Party was it was a house party. You know what I mean? It was, and they probably shot that movie. That movie probably cost those guys like $50,000. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is a huge production movie, and they couldn't write a joke for it. I'm That's sorry, LeBron James. And, and now they're like, James. they, they got to stop. Right they got to stop touching like my '90s classics. I, I, now they're remaking White Man Can't Jump. I'm like, why? Why? Um, why? Jack why? Harlow. Yeah. Yeah. Rappers and movies. I'm ha- <sighs> and I'll have to be forced to review it on um, Picky Poison. So. There we go. <laughs> I still have to pick my next. I think I might leave it up to these guys. I'm, I'm gonna put a poll up and uh, of like three movies that I have. Um, I guess I'll just say them now. Um, so the first movie is Rock and Roll High School Forever. I don't Ooh, know. Okay. Do you know about that movie? I have heard of it. Never seen it, but I have heard never of it, seen yeah. it. No, it used to, I used to be on HBO every day when I got home from school. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, the second movie is Dead Presidents. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. That's right. a classic. I haven't seen that in such a long time. That's I love that movie. Right. So good, good movie, right? But it's no yeah. rappers in it. But it's just a great movie. You know, it's, hey, it's, right? There's no rappers in, in it. Movie? No, I mean, I, I, I'm i thinking of like the soundtrack and the Jay-Z song, Dead Presidents. But yeah, I don't think there's any actually rappers in it. No rappers. No. No. No, no rappers. Then we're going to go uh, Gridlock. What do you think? Ooh. Well, that has a rapper in it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> As the rapper. So I'm going to throw that poll up and guys can vote for it. I'm pretty sure like Rock and Roll High School might win. And I hope it does because you've never seen it. So I think I think you, yeah. you need to watch this ridiculous movie. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. So re- really quick, I'm back on the remaking classics. If they were to remake Juice, who would you cast as Bishop? Ooh. Okay. Wait, does it have to be a rapper? No, it doesn't have to okay. be. Hmm. The the guy who's playing Raekwon, what's his name? Oh, Shamik Moore. Yeah. Shamik Moore. You know, now that I think about it, most of this cast would actually be pretty good, like as those roles. I can see like great. like yeah. yeah. I can see like all those guys pretty much play a role in this. A couple of them, you know? Yeah. Because you you have to get those guys who can still portray high schoolers. Because you yeah. gotta remember those guys were in high school. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They and you don't want to do it like, you know, those movies we like get 30 year olds to make them play high schoolers. Like when TI played in uh, high schooler <laughs> ATL. Yeah. So, you don't want to do that. But yeah, I think he will, he'll make a good, good bishop. I mean, he's he's a great actor. Yeah, like, he's, no, really, he's really good. good. Yeah, he's he's great with Raekwon. Like he, the way he said um, he studied that guy, and they sat down and had dinner, and he just told him to do everything. He said he was just watching everything he did, and you walk watch him walk into a room like that. Yep. <laughs> like, the yes. way he walks, the way he talks, like everything, the things he says. Like he's mm-hmm. probably like like 
the most like authentic out of all of them. Like there's some good ones, but he's like the one that's like hundred percent like he can actually like be Raekwon if you want to research. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely do some research. Now um recently um what De La Soul started streaming on the uh, all the streaming platforms, right? Yeah, and it's it's it sucks because it, it comes like a couple weeks after passing of of, of Dove, you know, yeah. True Goy the Dove passed yep. away unfortunately. But it's been like an ongoing thing for a long time. I'm not sure what the details are. Like I thought it was had to do with sample clearances, but then somebody told me that it's because of the label, uh, Tommy Boy, which. As far as I back, Tommy's always been like an issue, Tommy boy. Oh my um, god! But yeah, now they're finally on there, and they're on beautiful like spatial audio, as they say on, on iTunes mm-hmm. with the 3D audio and all that. I went back and listened to the first two albums, man. I'm 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 enjoying it. And I'll be honest with you, like when I was like younger, I couldn't really get too into like people like De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Brand Nubian. They right. kind of like all over went over my head a little bit. Like they sounded good, but I just couldn't really like click with it. I clicked more with mm-hmm. like the gritty Mob Deep, Wu-Tang, Nas, Biggie. But as I got older, I, and like, I think it was like most Def and Talib Kweli started to kind of get me back into like that. And come to find out they're all part of like this like super group, the Native Tongues. I'm like, wait, what What? what was going on here? So I kind of <laughs> went back and started listening to them and having more of appreciation of like what they were doing and their style um but yeah i'm just happy that like their music is finally available and and everybody like is actually like celebrating it and actually like listening to it, it was like they call yeah. it day law day like the day that yep. like, they had all the streaming and everything so yeah it's, it's good to hear man like i don't want to see anybody's like music be like because because that's the thing that sucks like if people have moved on from like cds and like vinyl and all that if you want to listen to somebody you really can't unless you like yeah. track down their cds so you know if you hear about day law so when you want to like you know let me go on spotify there's nothing there you know you can't listen to them and it sucks so now it's like finally people are are getting like this chance to actually like listen to them which i think is great which is is great for people who like just found out about them too yeah you know because let's say a member of any group passes and it's like well where can i find their any of their music because i'm a curious guy when it comes to the music too like if somebody uh, artist pass and everybody like loves them i want to figure out why they love them so much so if the people you know see somebody pass and they can't find their music how do they you know get hip to it and i like to see that too because we don't know where they were financially you know and to see them get it like a jump in those streams and stuff it always makes me feel good like even you know that helps them whatever money they do see from it it's good that they, you know their family might you know what i'm saying see a couple of those dollars you know but absolutely um that actually happened to me when i first found out about tool okay. <laughs> like, they didn't have any of their music streaming and I think it when it finally when it finally did, that's when I like listened to their entire catalog. That was around the time when I was just listening to, you know, anything to try to get some inspiration to make music, you know. So yeah, it's 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 good to see more people who aren't streaming start streaming now, especially if they were on Tommy Boy, because that was one of those labels <laughs> that didn't make it past the two thousands. They didn't yeah. make it past like ninety nine, right? Yeah, they got once Jizza started off the label song by saying Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. Like that was it for Tommy Boy. Like that was it. When, when they put Jizza on the word, you know, they they treated him bad. They put Prince Rakim, Rizza in, in like that top hat. Like it was just, yeah, you got what are you guys doing? Nori was signed to Tommy Boy. He always talks yeah. about how they didn't pay him. So, yeah. I've never heard a good story come ahead of Tommy Boy, like from anybody, honestly. Which is you crazy. Know? Like you would think those people were like, hey, don't sign here. Like, don't nobody puts anybody here i guess it was more tight-lipped back then you know yeah the money must have been good it's like whatever just take your money and just shut up pretty much yeah i mean to not tell anybody about what's going on <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so did you um did you have those oscar uh nominations pulled up yeah you talk about those oscars because it's really it's really um the jumping point for me when it comes to shows and movies that i haven't seen 
you, you look at these you look at these uh, nomination lists and you kind of go through and see what was popping this year you kind of get refreshed so yeah absolutely like i like to go through these lists and kind of like watch things like you said things that like you know might not know, know too much about whatever cases i'm not gonna go through everything because there's way too many like nominations i'm pretty sure we we'll, just hit the hit the high points we'll do the big one so best picture which is like way too many movies i, I like the better when it was like five <laughs> movies now it's like what one two three four five is it ten movies it looks like here For best all picture? right so yeah for best how picture, can they all be the best I know you can't have 10 of the best, right? But hey, here we go. So out of the ones, let's see how many you actually have have heard of, because I haven't heard of about half of these. So you have All Quiet on the Western Front, which I'm pretty sure is like a war movie that's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I've seen it pop up. I haven't seen the movie. I I watched the hour of it, fell asleep on the rest of it. Pretty good throughout. Okay. So a good hour. (laughs) Pretty good good hour. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Raw. You have <laughs> you have Avatar The Way of Water, which was uh, an okay movie, but I don't think it's like best picture I haven't seen quality. It. Yeah, right. it wasn't it wasn't that good. It wasn't as good as the first one. The first one wasn't like the best movie, but it was like revolutionary. This yeah. one's like, okay, it's just another Avatar movie that I've came out like CGI before now. So it's not like you know. Yeah, exactly. It came yeah. out like what 13 years too late from the yep. first one. The Banshees of Inisherin, which I'm not too sure is I'm pretty sure it's like some I- Ireland movie. Yeah. That's all I really know about that. I, I guess <laughs> you have uh, Elvis, which I did see Elvis. I, I wasn't on. I wasn't as high as on it as other people were. I even tried to like rewatch it and just like something about like the way it was like filmed just didn't really do it for me. The acting was great. I liked the guy that played Elvis. Yeah. Um. I liked like the story. Obviously, is a pretty good story, but just the now, way it was like shot from the perspective of like the colonel kind of exact. Weird. Now was it? And then like it had a feel to it, like kind of like it was made. It wasn't like a. I don't know. It didn't feel like documentary movies like how they supposed to feel like how ray felt or like any other like historic musical movie like feels it felt more like it was almost a comedy in some yeah you know what i mean a little bit kind of like that kind of like i can squint and see walk hard like you know Mm, okay yeah that's a that's a good way to see it um we have everything everywhere all at once which i'm really high on i think you've seen it since okay amazing movie yes the Fablemans, which I started to watch, I didn't finish it. I do want to see it. It's a Steven Spielberg movie that's pretty much like kind of based on his like upbringing in a way, but not really. I've heard of it, yeah. Um, Tar, I'm not sure what that is. Um, uh, you know what that is? Tar, I have okay. no idea. What that is. <laughs> uh, Top Gun Maverick was a really, really good movie. Um, okay. I probably would put that up there as best picture, yeah, out of these. Okay. Triangle of Sadness and Woman Talking. Never heard of those last two movies, unfortunately. So, out of the ones that I've seen, it would probably come down to. Top Gun, Elvis, or everything, everywhere, all at once, and possibly the Fablemans. I would have to watch that. So mm-hmm. out of those four, I think, um, I, I, I would have to go with everything, everywhere, all at once, man. I, I just think that that's going. Was, I was, think that movie's yeah. going to sweep a lot. <laughs> if they're nominated for a lot, they're going to clean up a lot this year. Absolutely. So that's your choice. Oh yeah, definitely. So, I'm going to kind of like skip the other ones because it's mostly like the same like mm-hmm. movies, like for best director, best actor, best actress. Nothing really stands out here. I'm trying to see here. You have like Brendan Fraser from The Whale, which I actually wanted to watch. I heard that was really good. Okay. So he got nominated for best actor. Um, You had K. Wow. Kwan, who was the guy in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Right. You know, he's he got nominated for best supporting actor. He had a crazy comeback after doing like Indiana Jones and Goonies and then just retiring and then coming back like what, 30 years later and having this like resurgence. So I want him to win. <laughs> right. Um, Angela Bassett for Best Supporting Actress. I'd definitely give it to her. Um, as my cat is meowing in the background. So obviously my cat has some <laughs> disagreements to what I'm saying here. Um, let's skip really quick to Best Animated Feature. I don't know if you've seen it. Are you, are you being like animation? Like, I mean, we spoke yeah, a little bit about I, this. I'm actually taking a look at that one right now to see if I've seen any of these, but I haven't. So the only ones I've seen is Turning Red, 
the Disney Pixar movie. I did okay. see that. Um, I, I wanted to see both the Del Toro Pinocchio because I heard that was like a dark like take on Pinocchio. And I also wanted to see this Marcel the Shell with shoes on movie because I kept seeing trailers for it. And it was weird. It was like this little like yeah. shell, but like in a live action like atmosphere. It was super so. cute when I first seen the preview, but I heard it's super sad. Is it? That's so, what I've heard. I heard it's a, it's a you might cry in a movie type of movie. Mm, so, so, it's probably, so it's probably gonna win. It's probably gonna, it's probably yeah, gonna win. It's, it's one of those movies like, do I feel like crying? All right, mm. I'll watch it. You know. The Sea Beast I heard good things about. I'm pretty sure that's on Netflix. And the Puss in Boots, like I didn't expect that to get nominated. But yeah, I guess I guess that's a They're still a making Puss in Boots movies. Yeah, there's only the second nice. one. It's like it came out like way like later than the first one. The so. Shrek uniform. I mean Shrek uh universe is uh Still popping. I'm, I guess. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised they haven't like brought Shrek back. Like you would think so much time has passed, you know? No, they can't get Mike Myers to do anything. You they think so? No, they can't get him to come back. No, no, no. Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy to come back and say, mm. that's true. Mm. What, 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 what did Chris Rock say? He's like, Will Smith's bigger than me, even in animated movies. I'm a zebra in Madagascar <laughs> and he's a shark. I'm like, that was that's hilarious. That was hilarious. Is uh is there anything else here from the, these choices or anything that stands out to you? I'm um, trying to like go through really quick. You have like Not the Batman all. got nominated for some of the yeah. visual stuff. You have a lot of these superhero movies only get nominated for like, you know, best uh editing or best visual effects, best cinematography. Yep. So you have that like kind of sparse down here. But out of all the the nominations, it looks like everything everywhere all at once got the most nominations with 11. But that's um the fact that they don't nominate like the superhero movies and stuff for these awards is the reason why i i don't see most of the movies you know what i mean like the stuff that's nominated for like fetch pictures like dude i'm not i don't have time to watch uh, uh, all quiet on the western front because it's like two and a half hours or 245 mm. or something like that on netflix where i'm too tempted to stop it you yep. know and go get something to eat or you know do anything so i netflix they're they're in a, they're in a tough spot with me right now because you got about an hour and a half out of me netflix mm. and i'm done <laughs> and, and every year i tell myself yeah i'm gonna watch the movies you know then like next thing you know it's like wait the oscars is like in a week i'm not gonna have time to watch all these movies no so I'll probably, what i'll probably do is i'll probably watch whatever wins i at least try to do that at least unless it's like a, a movie that i have zero interest in i usually try to watch at least like whatever the winning movie is which i'm pretty sure is going to be a movie that i already saw so it should be a uh, pretty easy this year then you're i mean you're john cena you're mr shot in the dark how do you even find time to watch a two and a half hour movie like imagine what? i had like like a shot in the dark spinoff like on movies and i had to watch like no all these way movies. No <laughs> and way. talk about it in 15 minutes or less you know it's, it's funny you say that but like the one thing I, I i tend to do at least on a weekly basis is watch a movie in the theaters which will actually get into some of the movies that i've seen lately mm -hmm. but like that's the one thing i try to like keep to myself especially like when we almost had to take it away like during a pandemic and it's oh, like yeah. no i love going to the cinemas i love just killing i don't care if it's by myself with a with a with a my son with a, with a friend mm -hmm. i just love going to the movies honestly and i've been doing that pretty consistent since like movie theaters opened up you know i get like the movie pass where it's like what 25 bucks for like five movies which definitely like pays off it's like five bucks a movie oh, yeah, definitely. um so you know i definitely try to go to the movies as much as possible mm -hmm. um so even like through all the shot in the dark stuff i at least try to get like a thursday or friday you know I'll meet up with fire frank or take my son to go see a movie whatever the case is and try to see a movie and the last, the last couple of weeks actually i've seen pretty consistently a movie once a week i've seen uh uh we had ant-man quantumania mm -hmm. then i saw cocaine bear and then I just saw Creed 3 this past week. And then this coming week, we have Scream 6 coming out. Um, we have the new Shazam movie, John Wick 4. There's like a lot of movies. The Super Mario movie is coming out. There's like a big movie like every week for like the next two months. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, now, I want to... I've seen the trailer. I got one problem with the trailer for Shazam, right? Okay. 
it's a DC movie, right? They do a lot it of is. stuff wrong with DC. Yeah. Whoever's doing like their um soundtrack and stuff for these the Drake mashup for that trailer is one of the worst mashups I've ever fucking heard. I was Drake song in that trailer? Maybe yeah, I didn't see Drake, the it's forever. But they mm. ma- they mashed first of all, forever is for, from forever ago. Yeah. They mashed it with some terrible rock song. It's like they don't even it don't it's not even it doesn't even sound good. Like I urge you people, if you're listening to this podcast, listen to the watch the trailer for Shazam and you'll know exactly what I'm saying because it's it's awful. It's okay. awful. Forever is a good song. Why would you even I, I don't know? The problem with the DC movies is like nothing nothing that really comes out in the next year or two is gonna matter because they're just gonna reset everything once like the, the James Gunn movies you know start coming to effect so you have like what you have this flash movie which is pretty much like a batman 89 spinoff mm-hmm. you have aquaman and you have shazam and then everything after that i think is gonna be like the new era of dc so i'm just gonna watch it just because like i actually like shazam like out of the dc movies that came out in the last like five six years it's probably only the one of few ones i actually like enjoyed um only because it's like it's not taking itself too seriously that's where dc i think fails like when they started taking themselves a little bit too serious and everything has to be dark and, yeah. and you know <laughs> you know scary and it's like no just just have fun with it and you know just do shazam so yeah i'll watch it and the only reason i watch most of these movies is because of my past the fact that you know i feel like if i don't watch five movies a month or whatever the case is sometimes i lower it to three movies depending on what comes out mm-hmm. i'm not getting my money's worth so it's like yeah, whatever i'll spend a, a friday night for like two hours or whatever and just and just watch a movie um but yeah have you seen anything lately I haven't seen anything. I'm I'm going to go see um Creed pretty soon. We're just waiting okay. on time, you know. But I, I gotta see. I I feel like I gotta see this movie. I, I love all the Rocky movies. Mm. I, I've been love liking the last two Creed movies. Um, but I'm a little worried that this one they might be at the end of the well here. You know. Um. So without spoiling anything, I do know that Michael B. Jordan says he wants to make a sequel as well as spinoff. So there definitely is more like longevity, I think, to this series. Hmm. Um, the one thing I'll say about this movie is like, it's like the first one, it's the first, first like sports movie. I think that's ever used like IMAX in it. And if you're going to watch it, definitely watch it in IMAX because like the sound and the video, everything was like, was like escalated to like the highest degree. I don't know what it was with this crowd that I saw it in, but it felt like we were like ringside at like this event. Cause everybody's like on their feet cheering on. Like, I felt like I was at the fight. I'm like, what's going on here? And, um, and shout out to Jonathan majors. Cause he stole this movie as well as the last Ant man movie. He's, this guy's going to have a killer year or next couple of years. Cause I think he was the all-star, like no disrespect to Michael B. Jordan, but I think Jonathan majors definitely stole the show in Creed three. Oh, he will out act you on your shit. Just trust yeah. me. Whenever he shows up, he will out act you. I'm still like hurt. They, um, canceled, the show he had on HBO. Yeah, it looks so good. And then, like, it got bad reviews and nobody really watched it, whatever the case is. But I heard, like, you know, I really want to go watch it too. Um, I forget what it's called. It's really, it's really, really, you haven't watched that show. No, I heard good things about it though. Cause it has, I think it's, it's um, Jordan Peele's involved with it somehow, right? Yeah, I, f- I forget what it's called, but it's, it's, it's really, really, really good. And, um, Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country. And it got canceled. Go. I'm not sure why it got canceled. It was getting some, like, you know, traction around. People started watching it, and they just dropped it. You know, uh, I feel I'm, like if if it were to come out like now, now that he has a little bit more buzz behind him, it probably mm-hmm. would get a little bit more uh, love. You would think. I think um, he needed got, that though. I think he needed one of those, you know, hits in the face to really, yeah. you know. I mean, the fact that he's going to be like the big bad going into like the next phase of the Avengers movies, I feel like he's going to have nothing but but hits in the next couple of years. I feel like. Oh yeah, definitely. Plus, um. Um, he was. I think his first movie I seen him in was um the Spike Lee movie he did not too long mm. ago. Okay. Um, it's like a it was a war movie. 
yeah, he played one of the sons, the little guys or whatever. They were taking them back to Vietnam to see where they, you know, just going back to the site where they were at. It's really good movie, but that was the first time I seen him. And he was, I mean, acting his ass off in that. So I didn't expect that was like three years ago. And this, to see how his career like jumped up now, it's it's amazing, man. Shout out so looking at the movies that he's done, I've seen movies with him in it without realizing he was in it, if that makes any sense. I guess mm-hmm. he was like an unknown actor. So I saw um The Five Bloods, which is like a war movie on Netflix. That's, yeah, I that's did see that. Yeah, that's, that's a Spike yeah. Lee movie. Really good. Um he was in White Boy Rick. I did see that movie yep. as well, White which is a really Rick. good movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like there was something else on here that I saw. The Trial of the Chicago Seven was another movie that I saw that he was also in. So yeah, he's done a a bunch of a bunch of, of pretty big movies, and obviously he's going to be in the, the Loki show mm-hmm. going forward, and a bunch of other things. But yeah, I feel like uh big things for uh Mr. Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, did you want to go to the uh to the questions in the uh from the Facebook? Before we do that, really quick, because the one thing we haven't really touched on is is gaming, and I, oh, I, I, yeah. had, I had a, had a little experience this past week with, with some VR gaming. I, I feel like you you might know a little bit more about V gaming VR gaming than me. So basically, what happened so. was it was a, a a rare Saturday where where I had my son here, and it was me and my brother and his his daughter, and we're like, oh, let's go, you know, let's go do something. And our first thought was, oh, let's go do bowling. Okay, sounds like a good idea on a Saturday night. You know, six o'clock. It's still early. We mm-hmm. get there. And it's like, oh, it's a three and a half hour wait. And I was like, wait, what? So by the time we're going to be bowling, it's going to be like 10 o'clock. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, make sure you, you make your reservations on top of that. I'm like, okay, sure. We got to, you know, we went to cross street, got some food. I go on the website and they're asking for like $400 to reserve because there's like some upcharge fee. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? what? Let's uh, let's think of something else to do on this Saturday night. So I think my, my son actually had mentioned, oh, what about that VR spot that's next to the movie theater? I'm like, okay, let's go there. This is like a hole in the wall place. Nobody even knows about this place. We go in there, there's nobody there on a Saturday night while everybody's at the movie, at the uh, bowling alley. And we go in there and it's like 20 bucks for 20 minutes of VR. We're like, oh, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, Over 35 games to choose from. And then if you want to extend your time, you can. I'm like, all right, let's try it. So they had like single player games, they had co-op games. Uh, me and my brother ended up doing like a zombie shooter game, which was like so real, man. Like we're like <laughs> screaming, we're like we're like this is like crazy. My son and, and my niece are playing like uh, uh, Job Simulator, which is like a fun like kids game that they were like loving. It was like honestly for twenty bucks, it was like the best twenty bucks I've spent in like the longest time. And but the cherry on top is once we get home, we're like oh that was great, that was one of, one of the best nights ever. We all get emails and it's like a five minute compilation video of like all our greatest moments. Like, I don't know how they figured it out. Maybe by like the voice spiking or whatever the case is. Like they sent us like these highlight videos and it's like, this is great. We have like this like footage of us like doing VR. They sh- you see the game, then you see us in the corner, the way we're yeah. acting and everything. I'm just like, this is great. That's sweet. I'm like, I want a VR set. And I look at the PlayStation VR two that just came out and it's like 500 bucks. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll stick with my, uh, my 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I have, um, I have an Oculus quest and, I've seen the PSVR mm-hmm. and I went to the like the PSVR store and pretty much the same games on the Oculus. You know, okay. so if you wanted to go like a cheaper route, I, I suggest getting the Oculus, man. Plus, Oculus. yeah, it's it's portable. You don't have to worry about being connected to your game at all times. So I was gonna ask you that. There is like because yeah. there is the Oculus that connects to the computer, but then there's also like the standalone one, right? Which you don't yeah, well, you can actually collect the uh connect the quest to the computer too. You just gotta uh, get a okay. link cable and you can do the but almost the exact to. same things. Yeah, you don't need to. Mm. No, it's not required. But like um I have the connection cable and I can play my Xbox games, some of them, and I'm able to play Hitman through VR. So it's pretty How's fun. That? That's yeah, pretty it's pretty sick. fun yeah. joking people out in VR and like dumping them in the garbage can. So it's really fun to do stuff like that. But it, VR is so much fun. It's, you know, it's one of those things that 
people, you can't explain to people how fun it is. You just like, here, put these on. And then no, it's, it's legit. Like when I was playing this game, like, like when they took off my headset and I was like back in like real life, it literally felt like I was being like out of, transported out of the matrix. It was, it was like, wait, what? Yeah. I had like a literal, a literal out of the body experience. And I want to go back. I want to like, there's so many games. There. I want to try the Creed game, like the boxing game. I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's oh, good. I have that. Yeah. It's okay. Good. You know what? So, I yeah. have, um, I have walking dead. Um, mm. And so the way they have that is like, you don't like beat the game. You just do missions. Right. Okay. And so like I've done all the missions and you can just survive as many days as you want to. And so you could just walk around and, you know, kill zombies. And most you do get killed a lot because the difficulty does go up as you. Okay. Do things. But man, you will get a, a full workout playing fucking walking dead because you got to swing that you got to swing your arms it's all about motion it's not about like mm. speed it's all about right. motion you got to have a nice space and everything but man vr if you haven't played it yet people you, if you're a gamer i definitely try it even if you're not a gamer like i suggested to my job i was like hey because they're always like trying to think of like you know activities to do outside of work it's always like mm-hmm. oh let's go bowling let's do this now let's do the vr if we play like one of these like co-op games like i just looked it up the zombie game that i played was actually called propagation it's a really fun game mm-hmm. i definitely want to kind of go back and play it again but uh, yeah thumbs up to vr and and i think i might have to go the oculus route based Dude. on your recommendation you know I'm, I'm telling you once you um they have like these lobbies because through like meta you can log into your facebook whatever you okay. can go to a VR comedy club and people go up and do one night um, open mics and stuff like I've that. I've heard about things like that where you just kind of just like VR just like chill. Yeah, you just, like you talk just to chill. People. Yeah, I've done That's it a, cool. a couple of times. I went to a couple um like comedy clubs. They got like bars. People play music and stuff like that. And that stuff is really fun. But I do understand how it can get creepy. I've heard about. Some yeah, it's a little scary. Stories it, <laughs> it's like, you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? Uh, and I'm just going to hang out in my VR virtual room. It's like, wait, just go outside and, you know, touch grass, man. It's a little, it's, it's a little scary, <laughs> but I can see like how it could be like pretty, pretty addicting. Yeah, it is because you know if you like killing zombies, you can just do that all day. You know, gotcha. <laughs> you can just do it all day long. But yeah, we we put up a post on the Poison Rana Facebook group. Um, you know, anybody has any like comments or questions or anything that they've been watching or playing lately? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got a bunch of questions here. So uh, I can start it off with a Mister uh, Braden Harrington. Here has a couple questions for us. So we'll start with number one. Do we see a full fledged heel turn from Will Smith <laughs> only to eventually have the ultimate baby face comeback? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I want the full fledged heel turn. I want the slowed down Fresh Prince music like he's doink. <laughs> I, want, I, want <laughs> I want the full wheel heel. I want Paul. I want, no, I want Jada to be his Paul Heyman. I want Will. <laughs> <laughs> I want Will to go full blown here. I want him to just go like go fuck Chris Rock. Just you know, just just go off on him. You know what I mean? Turn the kids on him. I want <laughs> uh, basically I want Will Smith's family to become the McMahons. You know, I okay, want them to become the McMahons. You got you got Shane and Steph is Willow and Jaden. So come on with it, Will. Come on, I I I like it. And then do you want a baby face turn? Or you just want him to stay heel? No, just just keep him heel. That's it. <laughs> he's, been, he's been too squeaky clean for too long. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Go full blown heel. He's huge. He's the That's biggest. True. You know, yeah. He's he's he can't turn back face. He'd be like Big Show. I think he'll be alright. I feel like he's he's gonna eventually have like the crowd support again or the sympathy behind him. I feel like it's only a matter of time. It's, you know, they already announced Bad Boys Four, right? Once that yeah, comes he's out, too, he's gonna he's, he's he gonna do a press junket. Yeah, he, he, Chris he, Rock yeah, probably gotta, still loves Will. You can't. So on that note, his next question, uh, have we ever had an entanglement? No, Brady. No. <laughs> no, Brady. 
Sorry to disappoint you, but no, we've I've never we had let a, him down. <laughs> entanglements. Um, why is Crash by the by the primitive such a, a vibe? That's a song such from a, the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, right? If I'm not mistaken. Look, it's one of those songs. You know, when he when I seen him comment this, I had to go listen to it. It's one mm-hmm. of those songs that puts you right where you were when you watched the movie. It's like this and um Beautiful by the Go-Go's just remind me mm-hmm. of like it's like as soon as I hear Crash, it's like, okay, this is Dumb and Dumber. I hear Beautiful. It's like, okay, that's, that's Superstar. You know what I mean? So one of my favorite two movies out of it, like songs from movies too. So as soon as I played it, it just brought me back to like mid nineties comedy. It's like, it's that's, yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. I never saw the music video. I, I typed it. I'm like, oh, there's a music video for this. Try I watched it too, right? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. And the last question from Mr. Harrington, if you had to make a meal for someone you wanted to impress, what would it be? Um, I've been watching a lot of um, like uh, chef videos on YouTube, and it's like this one. Um, what is it called? Like a short? It's like Gordon okay. Ramsay, like yeah, throwing down on a steak and potatoes. Yeah, I want. I want to do that. Yeah, mm. I'm saying I, I'm like capable of it, but yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, I'm not the best chef, but I think I can make a pretty mean like burger. I like to like fancy up my burgers and do like the little exploding cheese in the middle and all that yeah. stuff. So I could probably work out a nice little deluxe burger. I feel like okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Uh, yep. You have the questions or you want me to continue with them? Uh, cool. I'll go one. Jonathan Pine. How many hats do you two own? <laughs> a lot. Uh, look, <laughs> I have so many fucking hats. I got like a stack behind me. I got like stack in this closet here. I got a stack in another closet. I got some in a bag somewhere I forgot about. It, it's, you know, when you start buying hats, you just can't stop. It. And that's not even counting like the beanies because every time I go mm. to a wrestling show, I always buy a beanie or something. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot of hats, Jonathan. A lot of hats. Thanks for the question. I don't have as many as I used to. A lot of them, a lot of ex-girlfriends somehow got their hands on them. Sorry, they, they lose a bunch of them. But I got a good yeah. about a dozen or so, I want to say right now. On heavy rotation, I would say. Yeah. Good question for the hats. I usually buy just for prep, I usually buy a brand new Detroit Tigers hat every start of the season. Oh, okay. That's I, pretty cool. I, yep, yeah. I do um both of them, the home and away. Mm, brand okay. new. Yep. Uh, we have a comment from Jason Hagholm who says Creed Three was my favorite of the series, a truly original film, and Cocaine Bear is worth your money. So nice feedback there from Jason. Oh, yeah. And then another Jason, Jason Austin, has a question for you specifically. I need to know what B Detroit's favorite Coney Island is. If you're going to be in Detroit, if you want to try Coney Island, do not. I mean, you want to go to Safe Route, you go to American or Lafayette downtown. Yeah, that's the one everybody hears about. But you're gonna go have to go to a little bit more dangerous area to get my favorite Coney mm. Island. Um, it's called Zorber's Coney Island. It's on like Six Mile in Gunston. It's very, very dangerous, <laughs> but the food is very, very good. They're open 24-7. Anything you get from there is really good. Really good. It's it's Coney Islands, if you're not from Detroit, it's, it's garbage food, you know, but it's great garbage food. It's, it's something that, you know, it's a staple here. So I suggest Zorber's. Any Zorber's around the city is pretty good, though. So to go back to Chris Rock, it's the type of neighborhood where you see uh, men in sweatpants not working or women in sweatpants men not working. Definitely in sweatpants <laughs> not working and children. <laughs> you know, that's, so yeah. It's, it's that's a funny. tough area though. Yeah. I mean the food, you know how food is. It's just if you're not a little bit dangerous, it's not that good. Yeah. You know. You want to head up the next one from uh Chris Elliott? Hack this Chris. My man. Are you t- are there any other major music cat- uh, categories? Gories, uh out there that you haven't uh appeared online that you would like to see hmm 
So I looked this up and like a lot of the ones that I knew about have, I think since been uploaded, like I was going to say Aaliyah, but I'm pretty sure they added all of Aaliyah's music online since in the last like year or two, but she was up there. Um, I can't really think of too many like people that yeah. don't have their catalogs up. I know yeah, Beatles yeah, put all their stuff up. Um, Metallica put all their stuff up. So I really don't know who's out there that doesn't have their music on stream. And yeah, I'm I think everybody quick, else who already are like out, you know, well, you know what? It took a while for Doom, MF Doom to get up. You know, so yeah, and, and Jay Z took all of his stuff off of Apple Music. Yeah, I was gonna say Jay Z, I guess. Yeah, that would count, I guess, because yeah, because I didn't, I wasn't paying for title. You know, so I yeah, like nobody took was stuff off of Apple Music. I'm like, mm, sorry, Jay, I'll catch you on YouTube. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. And he says also, uh, B, I seen you ask Jordan uh, and Brayden on the Detox, what were your favorite movie soundtracks? Um. I told Braden when he didn't read the end of my question when I did the feedback last week. The end of my question, I told him if he didn't pick the soundtrack to Dumb and Dumber, I question our friendship because mm. Dumb and Dumber is the most perfect soundtrack of all times, uh, like next to like um, Space Jam. Mm. But <laughs> Dumb and Dumber and Space Jam, I think one A one B. So this is like a, a twofold question. So you have soundtracks that like are songs that are made for the movie mm -hmm. and then you have soundtracks for just compilation of songs so it's like a little bit of both if it's like songs that are made for the movie like straight up best soundtrack i mm -hmm. I, I have to go old school with this i'm going with like saturday night fever like that was like my jam oh, like all cheap. those like bg songs like that's those cheap. are just yeah that's cheap. The, yeah that's cheating <laughs> yeah you got um <laughs> grease is up there grease is a great soundtrack a lot of the, i would the have to say the mac then mm, okay that that could be you know the max soundtrack is you know Kenny's dead. Oh, come on, man. It's too much stuff. If you're but, going for more like compilation soundtracks, I, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of anything Tarantino does, like the, the, the Jackie oh. Brown soundtrack, the Kill Bill soundtrack, the Django soundtrack. Any movie he comes out, I feel like he has the best ear when it comes to like picking different type of music from different genres. Oh, yeah. You have a, a song from Japan, you got this 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 old Western song, you got some 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 70s rock song. Like he's really good when it comes to like music uh compilation. So yeah, any Tarantino yeah. soundtrack I think is up there. Once still upon in a time in Hollywood rotation. has a great soundtrack. Yep, once upon a time in, in Hollywood. You know what actually soundtrack really stands out to me um the hateful eight because it was like recycled music yeah. from the thing that yep. they never used so they like mm -hmm. re redid it for hateful eight so yeah anything tarantino does um definitely up there with my favorite soundtracks all right Ooh, we got we got a uh, joe mosquito says i'm watching your honor on showtime season two is better than season one just saw everything everywhere all at once it's okay i guess i've been listening to a <laughs> bunch of podcasts with the lead guy kid from indiana jones i feel bad for him like no matter what he's still gonna be the kid from indiana jones this dude's like yep. 40 years old <laughs> um but inspiring story he's a fascinating guy he's suggesting that we get on those podcasts he has a great attitude inspiring really he's been on everything with the murtog murders so netflix podcasts there's tons of podcasts on that oh, yeah. look out for the lee murray documentary on showtime next month finally hope that ain't too much are you, are you a big documentary guy like what's like the last documentary you saw I like Docs. Uh, I just watched the Murder documentaries. But the thing is, I have been listening to like uh, podcasts about the Murder documentaries. I mean, uh, murders for like two years now. Mm. So I've kind of was already hip to everything that was going on with those guys. But that's a really good one. If you're if you're not if you like those type of documentaries, that one was really good. Netflix always does a really good job with like popular stories. So that's really good. Yeah. The last one I saw, I don't think I finished it. I won't say I probably I think I fell asleep during it. But I was watching like the the what's called the the, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker have you heard about this so no. it was like a guy that like went like viral a couple years ago on um just you know on the internet because he was like he stopped the crime i guess by like threatening to like 
kill somebody or something in case like that. Like, like it was like a, it was a good thing. He like he he like stopped the crime, but basically he was like over the top with it. And his interview went viral, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like the hatchet wielding hitch- hitchhiker. That's the name of the the, the show. Um, um, if you see his face, you've probably seen him like used in memes or whatever. But like he kind of looks like the the uh, X Pac a little bit. He kind of he has like the bandana and everything with the curly hair. But like. A couple weeks later, he like, okay. you know this guy? You see him? Okay. The smash, smash, smash guy. Yeah, 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 smash, smash, smash. But did you know that like weeks later he like murdered somebody? What? No, yeah, I didn't know. That's, that's the thing that like threw me off. Like I knew about the memes it's and everything. Funny, I didn't but... know that like what? he killed somebody. Yeah, like so that's a crazy documentary on Netflix. So I definitely would recommend that. But yeah, that's just like he went from an internet viral you know video to like a killer. So Dude, yeah. you know the first time I seen him was um youtube somebody had like mashed up his that interview and made like a song out of it with auto-tune and stuff like yeah, that yeah and, and did it. yeah they show that in, in the documentary they show all the different like uh youtube remixes and everything so <laughs> i have to watch this now <laughs> uh, oh here's the trailer okay great 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 i'll watch it i'll watch that so last one here from muggin you want to read it or you want me to read the last one uh you take it i kind of got rid of the thread already. yeah no problem so we got muggin here with some feedback on uh it looks like some of the things he's been watching so wu-tang american saga is going from strength to strength in his final season the standalone allegorical epico- episodes are wildly different in tone and sensibilities asana was 70s black exploitation today's ray ghost episode was 90s crime drama a la new jack city and soon enough jizzes will be straight up kurosawa it goes a long way to enrich those solo albums i agree mm-hmm. uh currently the next game i'm thinking about getting is resident evil 4's remake i have the original on ps3 and switch i'm itching to know when the demo's gonna drop cap god's been co- been putting out banger after banger nowadays and this should be no exception i'm three albums deep on de la soul i'm stoked to check out stakes is high i've been doing plenty of reading lately as i borrowed tom king's supergirl woman of tomorrow and american born chinese which will be adapted for disney plus this year yeah the one thing i gotta shout out to muggin is like if you recommend an album from him he's like always learning he like missed out you know he's a lot, a lot younger than us mm-hmm. so he always like looks out for recommendations from um, hip-hop and i told him to check out de la soul um so I'm, I'm glad that he's been enjoying that as well but yeah thanks uh for the feedback from muggin yeah. and everybody else uh contributed this month muggin you're gonna love stakes as high it's one of my favorite albums Great album. um i don't i'm not sure like what his what his style is either man because it's a, it's a lot of good stuff I, if you haven't listened to uh jay dillis donuts check Oof. it out <laughs> you know what I'm i love that album the first track the first instrumental i always put that beat on when i want to get like into the mood like yeah. it's like a hype mood i forgot what it's called but it's like the first instrumental where it's like the, the track is like building up kind of sounds like a like a race car mm, like mm-hmm. whenever i hear that song that song always puts me like in the right mood man i love that that's like one of my, my favorite like instrumental albums yeah i wish um i wanted the um intro to this podcast to be jay dilla's city of boom instrumental um if you haven't listened to it it's it's one of my favorite beats ever but um yeah that i guess that's the show so you know another great episode of what up though that was what was up though that was you know? that, that was what was up though as the um, cat comes in play again she always makes her appearance at the end of the show yeah absolutely <laughs> that's a staple here the mascot of what up though mascot yeah. of what up though is the cat Anything you got going on you want to plug or just like you know what? Um not actually. My my um main podcast, Detroit Players, has been on a small hiatus. We're finally gonna come back. Finally. It's been it's been a while. It's kind of hard getting everybody's um schedules to sync up, but we finally got some little bit of time to get together. Um, so look out for that. I will be posting some of that. You know, people want to hear my, more of my voice, they can definitely check that out. It's a terrible show. I wouldn't listen to it in the car. What what the um John Away used to say, it's not a van. It's not it's not a van. <laughs> you don't want to listen to this in the van. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much all I got going on. Um, keep 
um, my Instagram, Cool Game Big B, um, post it because I'm going to be posting some links to my Twitch when I go live when the WWE 2K23 mm. goes out. That's pretty I'm, soon. By the time, yeah, next time when we record is we'll exactly give our I thoughts think, on that game for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to um start. I might go live in the um in the Facebook group um and do okay. some. Yeah, I might That's do smart, some yeah, booking. Yeah. I might play some uh some GMO and let the people who watch along um book against me. You know, so mm, yeah. I like that. It's yeah, a good, yeah, it's yeah. good idea. <laughs> uh, who knows? I might have to go against you. Might have to see who Ooh. wins. There we you go. The what up? The what up? Do championship. What up? Do challenge. <laughs> you can have all these different titles. You can have like the Poison Rana championship. You got the the post wrestling world championship. Then you have like yeah, you know, the you what know, up? Do championship. The, yeah. the detox cruiserweight title. Like all these different titles. <laughs> make a title for every every show. Yeah, um, or just do all uh, all the uh, podcast groups as a tag team and put them in. Tournament. Ooh, I like that. Like good, that. Right? Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> um, I got a couple shows that I recorded that haven't been released yet, so I'm not sure when they're coming out. Uh, I did an episode of Postmarks with uh with uh Bruce Lord and, and uh David Myers. I think it's coming coming out this weekend. Nice. Um, I did a show with with uh Scrump over there, Pro Wrestling uh Torch, the uh, Pro Wrestling Tees podcast. Okay. Um, talking about the man with the Iron Fist, so that should be coming out on his Patreon pretty soon. Nice. And yeah, obviously you can hear a uh, Shot of Dark every uh Thursday on this very feed you're listening to the show on. All right. Well, that sounds great. Always does casino. Um, he he's one of the best podcasters I know out there. He's an inspiration to me because he's on everything all the time. Even when you don't expect him to be there, he's gonna be there all the time. He's Thank like you. the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, okay. The, I'm the sorry. longest running uh, show. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't want to give you the Miz. Something better than that. But <laughs> that's it. Another show in the books. Me and Sino, B Detroit. Um, check out Poison Rana dot ca um check out the patreon subscribe give us a give them a like give them a follow on the youtubes on the twitch on the twitters whatever you find them on on the instagrams and um yeah that'll be it for us uh signing off anything else you know now that's all man thank you for listening and uh we'll see you uh next month for another what up though all right peace out y'all next time